Are you ready to create a life you crave? Let's spin that doom loop of negativity into an upward success cycle and start living lucky. Good morning. I'm Jana. I'm Jason. And you are living lucky. Today we are talking about getting outside your comfort zone. Now, I know that we've done podcasts about this before, and sometimes we even call it your stretch zone, but Jason and I, we are taking a quest right now, and it's learning about hypnosis. Don't worry. I'm not going to hypnotize you. Just when it comes to saying getting outside of your comfort zone or getting into your stretch zone, Mm -hmm. getting into my stretch zone sounds more comfortable. (laughs) Just saying. (laughs) Okay. Okay, So from now on, we're going to say get into your stretch zone. Makes me more willing. I I don't know. I'm the opposite because when I stretch, it hurts. See, when I stretch, it feels good. Now, not if someone's stretching me (sighs) because they always have this concept that I can stretch further than I'm comfortable. (laughs) I know. I know. I actually paid money to get professionally stretched and next thing you know they were stretching my ankle and I heard pop and I'm like okay stop I'm getting off this <laughs> yeah. table we are not doing this yeah, that was not a stretch and they're like oh <laughs> it's just a- calcium calcium <laughs> in your bones I'm like nope I heard a pop and I want out it's a rice crispy <laughs> treat here uh, okay so in this quest that we're doing, uh, we're learning, we're actually yeah, I'm actually doing learning. a certification. And so am I. Yeah. We're actually learning to become certified hypnotherapy coaches, which is just a tool that we're adding to our... Repertoire. Exactly. I which like we, French words. We've got a big toolbox. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> got to get a, a fourth car garage here. A bigger shed to hide <laughs> all of our tools. <laughs> Anyway, one exercise that we learned really, really hit home for me, and I want to share it with everyone that's listening today. The exercise was to cross your hands. Yeah. You know how to interlace you... your fingers and cross your hands, but yes. one, one thumb on top of the other. You know, like when you're little and you get ready to pray right before bed, you clasp your hands together. Yeah. And then the exercise is which thumb do you put on top? Do you put your right thumb on top or do you put your left thumb on top? Mm. How about for you? Which one do you do? I put my right thumb on top. Well, that's good. Which means I'm smart, I'm intelligent, I'm a go-getter. And sexy. And sexy. I think with your right finger on top, that means you're all of those things. And if you're a person that puts your left finger on top, then you are... smart, intelligent, a go-getter, sexy, and you're good looking. <laughs> okay, he may be making that up, but that's okay. We can believe it. It's really just about noticing where you put your fingers. So now, if you are a right thumber on top, just try to put your left thumb on top. Yeah, and still just interlace- try to change it. And you're interlacing your fingers, all the fingers, differently there. All of your fingers. Try changing it up. Now, Once you do this, I want everyone out there to do it. So Jason, let's do it together. If you're normally a right on top, put your left on top. So all the fingers move down one. Yes. On the other hand. Yes. Here's the steeple. Open it. No, we're not doing that. We're just doing... (laughs) Open it up. Where are the people? (laughs) (laughs) We're just trying it the opposite way. Now, how does that feel? Awkward. Very different. It feels a little bit... It's unfamiliar. It is unfamiliar. It's a little bit, it just feels a little off. And what's funny is it's, it's the same. 
It's just different. It's just teaching your brain to do it differently. Now, in the class, what I found so crazy is we actually sat there for several minutes and then we practiced going back and forth, back and forth, right thumb on top, left thumb on top, right thumb on top, left thumb on top. And the more we sat and practiced and consciously became aware of what we were doing, we would close our eyes and now clasp with your left thumb on top. Yeah. And do it again. Now do it again. And the more we did it, the more comfortable it got. The more familiar it became, the more in tune we were with that just being a thing and not different. And once we became consciously aware of, okay, every time I interlock my fingers, I'm going to put my left thumb on top. And the more conscious we became, the more aware we became of doing it that way, the more comfortable and natural it became a natural thing that we did. I've got goosebumps because I'm sure that there are people out there that have the experience of that feels so different and so foreign. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to do it again. It kind of gives me the heebie-jeebies. And we start, and I start thinking of, okay, where in my life do I try something that I, I might want to do? And it just feels so unnatural. It gives me the heebie-jeebies, but I really want to do it. Uh-huh. But and then I don't because I, I wasn't aware that just through repetition and trying it a little bit more each time, it will become more normal and more familiar and not give me the heebie-jeebies. And I feel like that is a secret to life. It is learning to make the uncomfortable comfortable. Mm. It's learning to make the unnatural feel natural. Uh, as long as it stays aligned with your, your values. values and your your like your what your soul wants, yes. like your dream. Yes, I'm not saying you know make being on heroin natural. I'm not saying that. Like think of I'm your just first... saying there's things that we want to do in life. There's things that we're we say, oh, I've always wanted to try that, but we're not willing to get. Just outside that comfort zone. And a lot of us, like when I was young, Mm -hmm. I did this in a very negative capacity Mm -hmm. with cigarettes, with beer. Okay. I mean, think about the first taste of beer. Oh, I hated it. It's not a good tasting It was gross. It was like, Dad, why are you drinking this thing that says Coors? But you watch other people doing it, and then you're like... Okay, ugh, it tastes horrible, but everybody else is doing it. They seem to be having a good time. They're conversing more. They're connecting. Let me try it again. Let me try it again. Then in high school or or in college, we're like, let's go get a keg. (laughs) You know, so the uncomfortable became comfortable because Mm -hmm. we wanted to fit in. So where do you want to fit in in life? Like, what, what do you want to fit in towards your dream? We condition ourselves to like it, just like what you said. And we can do the same with anything in the world. We just have to decide what that is. Yeah, Because the one thing, I, it's, it's bringing back the whole beer thing, mm-hmm. is because when we bought this house or built this house on the lake, I thought, I want to have, I want to go out in the yard every day I get home from work, grab a beer, go out in the yard, look at the lake, and be like, yes, we've arrived. Mm-hmm. And then I just disassociated myself from the beer when we decided, hey, we're just not drinkers anymore. Right. 
and we want to have a full experience of life. So then I started identifying healthy habits where I could still have arrived. I've just arrived at a better place for me and more in tune and aligned with what, the way I want to live. I love it. I I absolutely, that that was an aha moment. That was a light bulb. So rewind this and listen to that again. So you can unlearn the things that you've become comfortable with that mm-hmm. aren't serving you. And you can learn the things that will serve you more powerfully. In fact, I think for me, I know that I reached my mid-40s. And for me, it felt like I had learned a lot of things in life to please other people. Mm. And so becoming enlightened and taking this journey of transcendence has really been about peeling those layers and unlearning, just like you said, and getting back to... The six-year-old Jana, the the even the three-year-old Jana, who didn't really know what was right and what was wrong. I hadn't been taught. I hadn't learned to read my parents' expressions. I haven't. I hadn't learned to read other kids' expressions or the teachers' expression. I just showed up and and I was pure in. What God made me. Yeah, there's an. I just got goosebumps when you said that because you've I, had a lot of goosies. <laughs> I, I know, I love it, and I lead, I lead myself. Follow your goosies. by my goosebumps. Yes, because I think about when I was f- between four and six, mm-hmm. and and I think about other little kids. Some of them, I guess, because we don't have kids, so I don't have a lot of experience. But that four and six year old still wants to please people. But they do it within their own value system because if they don't want to do it, they're like, like no, I'm having a tantrum. Yeah, if it doesn't fit with the things that, that make me feel good and make me feel happy, no thank you. I'm throwing a fit. But what's so great about <laughs> a kid is they can go have a fit and then they can Pop just right out of it. let it go. Once they get it out, they get it out and then they come back and say, okay, it's playtime again. Yeah, it's, it's the things that make me happy. The things, that, and, and that's okay because there's so many people that are trying to build a dream similar to yours that you can go right along the highway with. And then as we grow, because I just want to pull this back to what we're talking about today, which is getting in your stretch zone. But as we grow in life, we start trying to please others and we start learning other people's reactions. When we get attention for doing something, we get labels like, oh, you're really good at this. You should follow this. Or we get laughter or smiles, recognition, affirmation from people. And we start playing into the roles that other people say we are. Yep. And then you reach a point in life where you realize, wait a minute, what does my soul want? What did I come to earth school to oh, Earth School contribute nice. to the world, right? What did I come here to contribute? What What is it that I have? I fallen away from my original soul, like my dreams. And, we drift and, a little. Yeah. We drift a little because we are conditioned in a particular area, and then then when you hit midlife, there's an awakening. That's that where happens. my clients are. <laughs> and whether or not you pay attention to that awakening is very, very crucial because it, when you start paying attention to it and you start hearing that inner voice that says, wait a minute, I came here to inspire. I came here to follow my dreams. Just I came anything. here to impact other people's lives. And if you're hearing that voice that says there's something more to life than what I'm doing right now, 
that's your soul saying, look in here, remember me, and let's start doing the things that are you're meant to do. Now, in order to follow that voice and to follow that prompting, we need to get into the stretch zone. Yes. We can't just stay we con- where we're comfortable and complacent. We've conditioned ourselves to be con- comfortable. We have conditioned ourselves to stay in a little bubble. Like this is, I know that I'm safe in here. I know that I'm safe. I know what I'm doing every day. I know what I'm doing. I know that I'm good at this. I know that this is where I have had success in the past. My life's a groundhog day. And so there's a conflict. <laughs> it is. It's groundhog day all over again. Ah. But just anyway. like in Groundhog Day where Bill Murray actually starts growing into the things that he wants to do mm-hmm. and then becomes this amazing, like all the things. His, the best version of Bill Murray. Yeah, every single day. And it changed him. Yeah, and it was it had nothing to do with Potawatomi. Phil. Yeah, Phil. Pocahontas <laughs> Phil. Yeah. We, don't even, we don't even know who we're talking about. Yeah, we're, not, we're not from Jersey. <laughs> Anyway, get into that stretch zone. You might find the magic happens there. Trailblazers live in the stretch zone. Legends are made in the stretch zone. Yes, and you might not feel great when it first starts, but you will definitely end up living life. Have a great day. Thanks for joining us. Bye-bye. If the idea of living lucky appeals to you, visit us at startlivinglucky.com.